Hello, everybody. This is Rafael Davidovich, and welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today is Sunday, a day I'd like to devote to giving you a little tidbit about davening. Today I'd like to focus on another couple of words that appear in the first bracha of the Shemona Esrei, the very first blessing. It's actually more important to know the words of this first blessing than it would be to know all the words of the rest of davening. The rabbis in the Gemara say, and this is actually the Psak, that one has to have intent as to the meaning of the first blessing because it sets the stage for the entire process, the entire procedure that we are standing before God. This is what we're supposed to understand. So if there's a phrase that's used, such as today's phrase, El Elyon, which is how God is described in Parshas Lech Lecha as well. This is one of the terms that was used to describe God by his priest, Malki Tzedek, who Abraham met, Avram Avinu met Malki Tzedek, Melech Shalem, and he was a Kohen Le'el Elyon Konei Shemaim Ba'aretz. So in the last Tefillah broadcast, we spoke about the term Konei Shemaim Ba'aretz, what it means that God has acquired the heaven and the earth. Right now I'd like to speak about the phrase Kel Elyon. What does it mean that God is most high? Elyon just means high. El means power. The high or highest in this context power. This is a phrase that is important. And why is that? Because it highlights one of the main principles of what we would call the Jewish faith. This actually has made it, the meaning of this phrase has made it into the Rambam's 13 principles of Judaism. Which is that God is the first. Now the principle of the Rambam is that God is the first and the last. El Elyon focuses on the idea that God is the first, meaning the highest, there is nothing higher. The reason why this is important is because if you were to imagine a scenario in which the God who uh, gave us the Torah is not the highest, meaning that he is not the first, then there would be someone else to go to, someone else to pray to. To quote Harry Truman, if the buck does not stop with God, then God is not really God. He's just some sort of sub-God that exists. And it's important to know that when we speak of Hashem as creator of heaven and the earth, it doesn't just mean the creator of planet earth, but there are other gods who created other planets. We mean the God of all existence, the highest. So that, for example, to answer the question that sometimes children ask when they start to learn words and get used to language, and they say, well... Who created God? Or they might ask, well, what was there before God? Now, I understand that these kids, or sometimes these adults, can put words together to craft that kind of sentence. However, the very phrase, Kel Elyon, means that that question is meaningless. Because, by very definition, what we are saying is, and what Avram said, was that, there is nothing before God and nothing created God because if something created God, then the God that is in that question would not be God, but some sort of angel or something like that. So we refer to Hashem being the Rishon. This is so important in our understanding of what it is that the Torah is and who it is that the giver of the Torah is and who it is that we are praying to. We are not praying to middle management. We are praying to the ultimate, true source of all sources of existence. The way he's described in Kabbalah, 
ilas ha'ilos, the cause of all causes. Sibas ha'sibos, right, the originator of all original causes that you might attribute to anything. Hashem is the source of all of that. I'll leave you with that deep thought and wish you all a wonderful day.